Welcome everybody to week 18 of Are You Ready for Some Football right here on Movement Radio. I'm Talon Williams. I am Chip Hazard. I'm Roger Sierra. And before we get into the meat and potatoes of tonight's episode, uh, going over possible playoff berths, possible, um, you know, upsets in the different conferences, uh, we do want to send out our thoughts and prayers out there to uh, to Demar Hamlin. Uh, for those of you who do know, for those of you who don't know, um, he collapsed in the first quarter of the Monday night game between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, was incapacitated on the field for some time. I think, believe it said it was eight minutes. Uh, CPR was administered. Ambulance took him to a local hospital in Cincinnati. And we are recording this episode on Tuesday, January 3rd of 2023. Uh, so if there are any new developments taking place on Wednesday or Thursday, obviously we're not able to report those. Um but we do want to wish him a speedy recovery, and he still is in critical condition, so thoughts and prayers. Uh, guys, I just want to get your response. Um, what was your initial reaction when you heard the news? Go ahead, Raj. I was about to say, I mean, I think it's the first time in American football a situation like this has happened. I can't recall another one. Um, mostly it's like concussions or, and what is it, Ryan Clark situation, like a spinal injury. Yeah. Um, but never something like a a heart issue um in international football or soccer. Um, it actually happens pretty frequently. So when you guys first mentioned to me, I hadn't I wasn't watching the game, but when you guys first mentioned it to me, I went and looked at it, I was like, It's definitely a cardiac arrest issue. And then when I saw the CPR being supplied, it's pretty much exactly what happened to uh Eric Christensen. Um technically last year, but it was a twenty twenty Euro uh match that he had where he collapsed in the beginning minutes too and they had to do CPR on him because he had a cardiac arrest and it's a shitty situation because nobody knows what can happen um, the fact that they got his heart back in rhythm and he survived is amazing um, shout outs to the medical team for fucking doing that because they aren't getting enough credit in the situation for literally saving the man from death um, right. but no it's just so scary to see you know peak athletes just collapsing without really knowing why. Um, hopefully they can figure out what the cause was and <coughs> either get him on either like a surgery or some kind of medication or put in like a um, heart regulator or something. But these next few days, possibly weeks, is really going to be um, – really hard and really trying to see what's going to happen. I mean, yes, he's in stable condition, but he's still got a lot to go through right now. Uh, yeah, I um, I heard one medical expert say that he'll never play football again. Um, he shouldn't. I, I can't say he should or shouldn't. Um, there was a medical expert, not a uh, doctor that was on uh, DeMar's case, but um, a, a European doctor who's, like you said earlier, Roger, who said he has seen this happen in uh, soccer uh, more often than he would care to uh, say. And he said, um, he, he said what he believes happened is, you know, if you're looking at an 
EKG and you see the like the the line that goes across and it goes up and then down and then up and then down or whatnot. So every time the uh, the monitor beeps and goes up, that's a heartbeat. And every time it goes down, that's when your heart is releasing blood into your system. Um, and he said, what happened is just on that very millisecond of the heart going on the downward beat and expelling the blood throughout your system is when he got, he took the hit to his chest and that's what sent him into cardiac arrest. Um, and it's, it's a very rare thing to happen because it has to happen, you know, at the very, at a, at a very precise millisecond of when it happens. Um, now whether, uh, DeMar Hamlin plays football again or not, I don't care. Uh, and I know that sounds very shitty, but all I care about is that the kid pulls through and, and lives a healthy rest of his life. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to, uh, Amy about it last night. Um, we had the coverage, um, they, they showed the coverage on Hulu last night. Uh, it was the sports center and then they were talking about it. They had Ryan Clark on there talking about it as well with Scott Van Pelt. This, the game pretty much becomes secondary at that point. Like, you know, yeah, I get it. Both teams are trying to vie for playoff spots, but at the end of the day, this is a human being. At the end of the day, this is a young man, 24 years old, fighting for his life right now. You know, at that point, fuck the game. You know, it, all we want is for this kid, you know, to get well again, to get back to being healthy again, you know, and whether he chooses to play or not play, it's completely up to him. I don't think he should be influenced or talked into or talked out of. It should be his decision, whatever decision he wants to make. You know, we back his decision. If he can't play football anymore based on this, you know, you know, God bless him. I hope that, you know, he can find happiness in another venture in life. But for now, you pray for this young man that he'll pull through, you know, and that and it's a it's it's a it's a shitty thing because when you first initially see the play happen, it didn't really look like a it didn't look like a rough play, you know. I'm sure T Higgins is probably beating himself up because he was the one who kind of he tried to you know get the extra yards, which is what you're taught to do, you know. You know, um, Hamlin grabs him, pretty much spins with him to get him to the ground. Okay, it's a clean tackle. Cool. There wasn't anything malicious, nothing dirty, nothing sketchy or anything like that. He gets up, and then you see him look kind of wobble. I'm thinking, okay, maybe he banged his head, or maybe he, you know, got the wind knocked out of him or something. Next thing you know, he just collapses. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? You know? And, and, and again, like what Roger said, man, shout out to the medical team for being there to, you know, get him, you know, get do CPR and minister. I don't believe if I don't know if they use the defibrillator or not. I, they I they did use an AED. OK. Um, and then taking him to in the in the uh, in the ambulance straight to the hospital. Um, but, yeah. Like what we said, ladies and gentlemen, you know, prayers to uh, to DeMar Hamlin at this time. Uh We'll certainly be praying for him. 
that being said, well, real quick, we, uh, and, go ahead, and go ahead. just so everyone knows the, the Monday night game between the bills and the Bengals, it was suspended. And, uh, according to the NFL and NFL players association, that game will not resume this week. We don't know when that game will resume or if it will even resume. Um, Yes, there were playoff implications into that, but both the NFL and NFL Players Association agreed that that game should not be uh, resumed this week. Um, So we have no idea when or if that game will be played between the the Bills and Bengals. I mean, if if you want to just, you know, say, hey, I, I, again, I don't know what the ramifications of it would be, but I mean, like, hey, I'll just call it a tie, you know. That changes a lot, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. And but... before people start getting at us about caring about playoff stipulations, that's not what we're saying at all. No. Um, we literally are opening this with the situation that it's had unfolded. Like, we could have gone into it and waited to the end and talked about that shit, but now we're talking about this first because this matters more than the game itself right now. Exactly. Exactly. Um, that being said though, um, and I know it's going to be a difficult way to transition into the, the, the first game of this week. Um, and really it's going to be difficult to transition into the next week of games. Also with everything that happened that transpired on Monday night, but we're going to, we're going to push through. We're going to see if we can get through this thing. Um, I guess we'll kick it off with the Thursday nighter um, from Week 17. Dallas Cowboys and the Tennessee Titans. Dallas Cowboys pull away with the victory, 27 to 13. Dak Prescott, 282 yards, two touchdowns, but he did throw two interceptions. Both of them to Kevin Byard. Uh, Malik, go ahead. Yeah, one of them. One of them I wasn't really an interception. It was more of a a boggled ball. Yeah. Uh, the second one was a, a clear like interception, but the the first one, it uh it hit the the guy. I can't even remember who the receiver was was, but it, I mean like he hit him dead in his chest, uh right you know right in the bread basket where he should have caught it, and it just popped out, and Kevin Byard yeah. grabbed it. And do you said, think maybe? Fine. Do you think maybe like it's it's stupid. <laughs> probably it's it's probably stupid what i'm fixing to say but like what you said you know one was a clear interception the other one was hey this guy boggled it should a quarterback really get the the blame if a receiver you know if it goes through the receiver's hands or if he goes it and bobbles it and then it gets intercepted you know what i mean like i mean yeah technically the quarterback still threw the ball to the other team but the other guy kind of bobbled it so you know what i mean it's like it's just as much his fault as his quarterbacks but that's for um, that's for a different discussion, I think. Um, Malik Davis, 39 yards rushing. Zeke, 37 and a touchdown. C.D. Lamb, 11 receptions, 100 yards. Dalton Schultz came out, had a good game, seven receptions, 56 yards, and two touchdowns on the day. Uh, Tennessee Titans, not starting neither Malik Willis or Ryan Tannehill. They started Joshua Dobbs. Am I correct on that one? Josh yep. Dobbs, yes. Yeah, Josh, Josh Dobbs. Dobbs. Okay. Um, um well, they didn't start Tannehill because he's on IR, right? And uh, they didn't start Malik Willis because he's been struggling. 
over the last couple of weeks uh, as the starter. Uh, so they, they went out and they had to sign another uh, quarterback. So they, they picked um, Joshua Dobbs up off of waivers from the Detroit Lions. Um, and he literally was in the system for eight days uh, when they picked him up. And he ran that Titans offense. Uh, it's the best that I've seen it all year in my yeah. opinion now they were without uh derrick henry they i mean they were without a couple of their receivers i mean the titans were a very hobbled team but joshua dobbs like really came in and he was changing plays at the line of scrimmage he's seen uh defenses lining up and would call audibles and he was making plays that like if they don't start him this week against the Jags, there's a problem. Okay. Um, but yeah, but like what you said, he was 20 of 39, 232 and a touchdown did throw the pick to, uh, uh, Najin Wright, but you know, uh, uh, Hassan Haskins, 12 carries, 40 yards, uh, Traylon Burke for, uh, reception, 66 yards, Robert Woods, five of 39, a touchdown, uh, overall, how'd y'all feel about the victory Dallas had against Tennessee in this one? I mean, we all called it, but uh, this game was a lot closer than I really expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The Cowboys played like hot garbage for the first half. Um, I mean, it was there was a point in in this game where I thought the Titans are going to do this. They're going to win this game and they have no business winning it. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, it's a weird situation because Josh Dobbs just stepped into a broken team for more or less, uh, but definitely looked like he was the true starter of this team. Like he's been running this offense the whole season and definitely did better than Tannehill did. Um, the stats really don't show how well he played because his team performed so poorly. They oh dropped God. so they dropped so many passes that hit their hands. Like Jonathan Ward was targeted 12 times, only had four catches because he dropped like four different passes. Like it was an embarrassment. Um, and then, I mean, on the Cowboys side, I mean, they looked pretty average overall. Uh, I mean, it was kind of weird that it was this close to begin with. I mean, they only were four points ahead at halftime, and they really didn't pull away until the fourth quarter. Yeah. They really didn't. And uh, Mika Parsons had only one total tackle in this game. That was it. And he's supposed to be making the push – like if you ever if you were ever going to make the push for defensive player of the year, this is the late these last two weeks is what you're going to have to do. Yeah, but that uh, Tennessee no is going to be small. He can't win that. No, I'm not. I don't no, think he no. I don't think he can either. Now, uh, but that Tennessee O line really stepped up this game. I mean, Josh Dobbs he was not hit a whole lot, uh, and he didn't. What he it, he was only sacked a handful of times. Uh, I think it was like twice, maybe twice, yeah, twice yeah, twice. Yards. Yeah, I mean the the Tennessee O line really stepped up. It wasn't that that Michael Parsons wasn't playing like he was trying, like no doubt. Like if you watched the game, like he really 
was putting forth the effort, but that Tennessee O-line really stepped up, and I don't know where they came from because they have not looked that good. The O-line itself has not looked that good all season. Right. All right, we're moving on to the round of Sunday games. Uh, we're going to kick it off with the Arizona Cardinals and the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta pulling away with victory 20-19. to 19. Uh, We'll kick it off with Arizona stats. Arizona, David Bloch, I guess. I don't know how the hell that's pronounced. B-L-O-U-G. Bloch? Is that Blow? pronounced? Blow? Yes. With a G-H? Yeah. Okay. Well, right. G-H wouldn't be uh, – Tony anyway, would be a f- – <laughs> <laughs> Do you not know how to spell tough or rough? <laughs> I know how to spell, spell shut the fuck up. Anyway. <laughs> spell it. Uh, R-O-G-E-R. Shut the fuck up. No. Um, David Blow, uh, 222 yards and a touchdown on the day. No interception, which is good. James Conner, 79 yards rushing. <coughs> Excuse me. Trey McBride, seven receptions, 78 yards, and a touchdown on the day. Hollow of round 60-61. And then you move over to Atlanta side, Desmond Ritter, 169 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, Tyler Algier, 83 yards, rushing and a touchdown. Cordero Passer, 42 yards, rushing and a touchdown. Uh, Michael Pruitt, four for 49 in terms of uh, receiving four receptions, 49 yards. Drake London, five for 47. Real close game this was. Uh, Desmond Ritter almost threw the game away with a fumble. Uh, overall, how'd you guys feel about this one? Uh, I, I was really shocked, honestly, that the Cardinals uh, played as well as they did with <laughs> a what third, fourth string quarterback. I mean, hell, at this point, fifth. I think it was I think fifth. It was third. Yeah, um, they 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 really had no no business being this close in the game. Uh, the Falcons really played, I thought, fairly decent, um, and it was just I don't know. I thought it was a, a fairly exciting game, uh, but these are the the kind of games that I like where they're super close. Uh, so I thought you liked it because it was a. Uh... Cardinals game. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not a I'm not a team flipper like Talon. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend that comment wasn't made. Moving on to the next game, we're gonna go on with the Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears. So, uh, uh, what I like about this game is how Atlanta won, even though Desmond Ritter still didn't get a touchdown. I mean, I like to get my board in there. Okay. We skipped over me, I guess. I mean, that's fine. Thought you said something. No, literally, Chip started it. Yeah, I, I started that one. <laughs> All right. But go this ahead. game go overall, Desmond, I mean, Desmond Ritter didn't do anything, and he was still able to pull a win off because of the two. Uh, I mean, Cordell Patterson being Cordell Patterson still even at the age of 107, still be able to run down the field and score. But, uh... <laughs> <coughs> why, why are you going to call that man out being being 107? Damn. Man, that man is one year younger than Frank Gore, all right? So, he's been, he been playing since the Revolutionary War. Frank uh, Gore's doing MMA now. 
knocking people out, but he ain't playing football. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> Tell him to see me in the ring for a million dollars. But uh, I don't even Tyler know outrun him. It don't matter. <laughs> Tyler Algier uh, definitely performed really well on this one. They definitely put the workload on him. Um, I really don't know why they chose this game to do it. Because uh, to be honest, it's a little late in the season for them to try to make this man get momentum. Uh, but overall, just, I mean, it was a good back and forth game. I just, I don't know, I expected, I guess I expected Desmond Ritter to do better. I don't know why, but I expected him to do better overall. Uh, but he did decent, didn't get anything, didn't score a touchdown. But he did have a fumble uh, that he lost. So, uh, I mean, it's the end of the season. I guess it doesn't matter for them. Yeah. So, Cordero Patterson is 31 years old. Yeah, it's 107 in football years. Travis Kelsey's older than he is. But he's not a running back. No, but he still gets hit a whole lot. He takes a lot of punishment. Well, he's a big dude, so hold on. And another thing, when the hell did I start flip flopping teams? When did that ever happen? I've always been ride or die for Miami. What are you talking about, Chip? When when you started picking the Jets more <laughs> than you picked the Dolphins this season. That doesn't mean I'm not loyal. How many times have you went against the Texans in a game? Oh, but we're trash. There's a difference. <laughs> no, there is no the difference. There you, is no difference. There's a huge difference. The Dolphins have been good up until these last, like, four, three or four games, and you've picked against them. I'm like, no, nah, I know we're trash, and then I, I will gladly take this L. No, I no, because I no, because I picked them the last – I picked them two out of the last three because I didn't pick them against uh, – I didn't pick him against Buffalo because I knew that wasn't going to work. But Did you guys beat Buffalo last time? No, we didn't. They they beat us in the snow, remember? We beat them in week three. They came yeah, back y'all later beat and beat us. The first, y'all beat That's the what we're talking, that's what we're talking about. Game. When you went for that decision, I was saying when you made that decision, you picked the Bills because I don't know, but I was like, the, the Dolphins beat them last time. They beat them the first time. The last yeah. time, the, the Bills won. That, that's what I'm saying, but at okay. that time, the Bills, they hadn't played yet, so the last time would have been the first time they played them. Okay, all right. Well, ne- nevertheless. And to be honest, I think I, no, I didn't pick, I thought I was going to pick Miami at that game, but no. What? Uh, that uh, The snow game. The, the I didn't Bills. pick them. Yeah, I picked Bills. Honestly, we haven't had more snow games, to be honest with you. Well, they had a move because of one. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. That is true. Speaking of where they moved to, um, moving on to the next game, the Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears. Detroit whooped that ass, man, 41-10. to 10, And Detroit ends up being is so far 8-8 eight and eight on the year. They are still in playoff contention. Uh, but let's kick it off with Chicago. Justin Fields being back in the lineup, only 75 yards passing. That's it. Uh, threw a touchdown, but he did throw the interception to Aiden Hutchison. <laughs> Uh, believe it or not, uh, and Justin Fields thought, "Hey, I'll play. I'll pretend to be Lamar Jackson and just run the ball, pretty much." And he ran for 132 yards on 10 attempts. Uh, David Montgomery six of 24. Uh, Cole Komet was the leading uh, receiver at two receptions, 27 yards, and a touchdown. 
the entire wide receiving core combined was seven receptions, 75 yards, and a touchdown. That's the whole receiving core. Like, bruh. <laughs> okay. Moving on to Detroit. Um, Jared Goff, 255 yards, and uno, dos, tres touchdowns on the day. Jamal Williams went off, 22 carries, 144 yards and a touchdown. DeAndre Swift, 78 uh, rushing yards and a touchdown. Jameis, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Jameson Williams, only a carry. I'm going to assume that was a jet sweep for 40 yards. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, four receptions, 62 yards on the day. Uh, Swift kicked in, 39 yards rece- receiving and a touchdown. Brock Wright, three of 13 for two touchdowns on the day. How'd you guys feel about this uh, victory with uh, the Lions had against the Bears? Uh, well, um, Rogers been toting that that Lions uh, line all season. He said that they they were better, and here they are in playoff contention. Um, and at, at eight and eight, like <laughs> yeah, it's still contention. I mean. Yep. I mean, they, hell, they, hell, they only won they, two games last season, so I mean, yes, it's definitely a lot, way a big, bigger improvement. I expected them to at least win six games, but this is a lot better than what I expected out of them. Okay, so moving on to the next game on the docket, we have the Kansas City Chiefs against the Denver Broncos. Kansas City pulling away with the victory, and by pulling away with the victory, I mean very, very close, 27-24 to 24, uh, in this game. Russell Wilson... Uh, 222 yards, one touchdown, but he did throw the interception to Legereus Sneed. Um, Latavius Murray, 56 total yards rushing. Russell Wilson, 27 and two touchdowns on the day. Uh, the leading receiver was Albert Owegumbunum. Three receptions, 45 yards and a touchdown. And Cortland Sutton, four for 44. Moving over to Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, 328 yards, three touchdowns, but did have an interception to Justin Simmons. Um, Isaiah Pichko, three for 31 and a touchdown. Uh, Kadarius Toney, leading receiver, four receptions, 71 yards. Uh, Jarrett McKinney, uh, five for 52 and a touchdown. Travis Kelsey, seven for 43. Uh, Blake Bell, one one reception for 17 yards and a touchdown. How did you guys feel overall about this uh, victory between Kansas City and the Denver Broncos? Uh, in my opinion, it was, uh, there, there was no reason it should have been as close as it was, but man, that was a game. Um, I mean, at this point, I, it, it's the story of the season for us We're within fighting range and then we just lose. <laughs> right. It happens. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I mean, the fact that it was this close to the quote-unquote number one team, I don't know if that shows just the Denver Broncos' potential or Kansas City's lackluster motivation right now. I don't know which one it is. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I, I know I said this earlier in the season, but the Broncos have lost more games within like less than a touchdown than any team in the last – I'm going to say 10 years now. Uh, oh, I think the Vikings happening. actually are. Let's see, one. I think we did the count earlier. Let me look it up. Keep talking, I'll do the math. Um, But, I mean, uh, 
all in all, uh, I, I thought this was a, a pretty decent game. Uh, the Broncos really stepped up, but like you said earlier, I, I'm not really sure if this is the potential of the Broncos. Um, I mean, it really seems like this interim coach has kind of opened up the playbook a little bit for Russ. Uh, but at the same time, are the the Chiefs just kind of coasting and like, you know, like, eh, we'll just get far enough ahead that we know they can't come back kind of thing. Yeah. Well, and considering the fact that this upcoming week, they're probably going to rest a lot of their starting uh, players. I doubt Pat Mahomes plays. I doubt um, Juju plays. I doubt, you know, any defense. You know, but it's that time of year, man. Everybody's resting their starters and, you know, getting ready for the playoff push. And really the only teams that aren't really resting guys are the ones who are trying to vie for that last couple of playoff spots, which there's only one playoff spot left in both conferences right now and very few teams, you know, trying to take them. So, but that being said, let's move on to the yeah. very next game on the docket. Um, and for some reason, here we go. All right. No, what the fuck kind of shit is this? <laughs> so we have okay. lost nine games for it within a score or less. Nine games, what? The the Broncos have lost. Uh, that has been seven points or less. Yeah, that's it's insane how close it has been. Yeah, so nine games decided by seven points or less, and we've lost twelve. Yeah. Hurts. Hurts so, you got, so you guys could have could essentially be instead of being four and twelve right now, you guys could have easily been at least at the bare minimum eight and eight pushing for a playoff position. All right. Next game is the New England Patriots and the Miami Dolphins. The Patriots pull away with this game twenty three to twenty one. Teddy Bridgewater, 161 yards in the interception, but he did throw a, uh, a a touchdown, but he did throw an interception to Kyle Duggar, who ran it 39 yards back for a defensive touchdown. And then Skylar Thompson came in, threw for 104 yards, had a touchdown, but he also threw an interception to Jonathan Jones. Uh, Jeff Wilson, 45 yards, leading rusher on the day. Raheem uh, Monstered with uh, 20, 29. Uh, Tyreek Hill with a rush and a touchdown. Uh, Raheem Mustard also eight receptions, 62 yards, and a touchdown on the day. Micah Sesky, two for 18 and a touchdown. Uh, moving over to New England, Mac Jones, 203 yards and two touchdowns on the day. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, eight for 42. Damon Harris, nine for 32. Uh, Tyquin Thornton, three receptions, 60 yards and a touchdown. Jacoby Myers, six of 48 for a touchdown. Excuse me. How'd you guys ultimately feel about this uh, victory um, of New England? I mean, it was a sloppy game on both ends. Uh, to be honest, it was not exciting to watch. Uh, and Miami literally gave the game away. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. 
yeah. this they should have been they should have won this one reg- uh easily um and should be in the playoffs right now but mm-hmm. i mean it just seems like Miami doesn't want to be in the playoffs right now uh, that's unfortunately that is the vibe i'm getting um i mean which we we didn't have Tua um so there is a possibility that if Tua would have started, would, it, would that have made a difference? Um, as long as he can get a concussion again. Yeah. Well, if I'm not mistaken, he's not in the lineup for the up this upcoming game for Week 18 either. I don't think so. Right. No, he, he's not. Uh, I mean, golly, man, just <laughs> – do you remember last year where Miami went on this horrible win, this horrible losing streak, and then they came back with a big old win streak? This is the reverse of that. We start off with a big win streak, and now we're having our losing streak. So it's like, ah, can we at least win, can we at least make the seventh seed? That's all I'm asking. Just, but then again, we'd have to play, we'd have to play Buffalo or Kansas City, depending on who's got the number one seed at that point. Um, but either way, we'll we'll see what happens. Next game, the New York Giants and the Indianapolis Colts. New York Giants thirty-eight, Indianapolis ten. The Giants scored twenty-four points in the second quarter alone. Uh, starting off with Indianapolis, old Big Dick Nick threw for eighty-one yards in an interception. Threw that interception to Landon Collins. Uh, Sam Ullinger came in, threw for 60 yards, and scored the touchdown. A uh, let's see, Zach Moss ran 74 yards on the day. Jordan Wilkinson, 23. Uh, Paris Campbell was the leading receiver at three receptions, 52 yards. Michael Pittman Jr., six of 41, and a touchdown on the day. Uh, New York, Daniel Dimes, only 177 yards, but two touchdowns on the day. Daniel Jones also ran for 91 yards and two touchdowns on the day. St. Juan Barkley kicked in with 54 yards. I'm sorry, 58 yards. Uh, Richie James, who's really emerged as a top target for Danny Dimes, seven receptions on seven targets, 76 yards and a touchdown. Isaiah Hodgins, four for 42 and a touchdown. Um, How did you guys feel about this game overall? Um, So the big thing out of this one well, two big stories is uh, New York making a playoffs for the first time since 2016. Um, yep. You know, and also, uh, yep. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau killing Nick Foles on the field and then gleefully <laughs> making snow angels next to his dead body. <laughs> Dude, that was insane. <laughs> yeah. That, that was just disrespectful. I just... <laughs> <laughs> but also, yeah. remember a couple of years ago when you guys can't like, just say Danny Dimes ain't that dude? Um, yeah, I do. I do remember that. It, his first season, uh, and I said, yeah, give this man some time to develop, and he'll be taking the Giants to the playoffs. And you were right. You were right. He just. <laughs> Uh, they are talking uh, contract extension with him and Saquon right now, so. They definitely need to extend Saquon. They can hold off another year for Daniel Jones because I'd rather lock up Saquon because his res- him staying on the team and healthy has definitely elevated the team and helped Daniel Jones a lot. I'm not going to say it's just Daniel Jones. Obviously, it's the team in general. They do have some boo-boo receivers, but they're making it work. But Saquon just being out there is another big body to block and also just run the ball through people. 
Yeah. Well, you say they have boo-boo receivers, but Richie James has been stepping up big in the last six games. You can give Daniel Jones the last six games? Say what What now? did you say about the last six games? I said you call them boo-boo receivers, but Richie James has been stepping up in the past six games. Yeah, but I mean, the rest of the team is still boo-boo receivers. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're only as boo boo as the person throwing you the ball. I that's guess, not true, right? How many boo boo receivers did Tom Brady have, but he still won the Super Bowl? Like three, maybe. He had a few <laughs> more than three. He had a few more boo boo receivers than three. I'm trying to think about whose boo boo receivers were besides uh, Chris Hulk Hogan. He said Chris Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh, Chris Hulk Hogan, my God. Oh, Lord. Oh, my goodness. All right, whatever. Let's move on. Uh, next up on the docket, we have... If this fucking computer will load, I hate this damn... Oh, fucking hate technology. All right, the New Orleans Saints and the Philadelphia Eagles. The New Orleans Saints pulled away with the victory, 20-10 to 10 on the day. Um, Andy Dalton, 204 yards and an interception. Threw that to uh, Josiah Scott. Alvin Kamara, 74 rushing yards on the day. Taysom Hill, 64, I'm sorry, um, 46 and a touchdown. I'm dyslexic for some reason this evening. Uh, Rashid Shahid, six receptions, 79 yards. Uh, Jawan Johnson, five of 62. Uh, moving over into Philadelphia, Garner Minshew, 274 yards, one touchdown, but he did throw the interception to uh, Marshawn Lattimore. Um, Miles Sanders, 61 yards rushing. Uh, Devontae Smith, nine of 115. AJ Brown, four of 97 and a touchdown on the day. Uh, Garner Minshew had two fumbles in this game, uh, but were managed to recover him. Um, you got to learn to hold on to that ball. Um, how'd you guys overall feel about the game between the Saints and the Eagles? I was honestly shocked. Uh, but I mean, the, the Eagles were without their their starting QB. Um, I mean, Minshew did the best that he could, but uh there is something to be said about consistency from the quarterback position. And this just goes to show it like Roger and I, we, we've said Minshew is good uh, and, and could be better had, I said uh, that too. could be better had, um, you know, he had the the right team around him. He just, you know, he's not been a consistent starter. So, what do you do? Yeah. Um, right. I do have to say that, unfortunately, I do put a, some of the blame on, most majority of the blame on Gardner Minshew on this one. He had too much. Two fumbles. He didn't lose them, but he had still two fumbles, which stops momentum and the interception towards Lattimore. That's pretty much took momentum away from him too. Uh, 
Miles Sanders, Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, and Dallas Gardner were doing their best. Unfortunately, this was just not Gardner Minshew's game. Um, don't know if they're just not doing a play scheme that fits him or trying to force the one they already have. So not everybody had to readjust for the last couple of days, but they need to figure something out because they're about to lose that number one spot to Dallas at this point. To be honest, the, the Saints did not play a good game either here. So the fact that they won by 10 is just stupid. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on to the next game. Uh, next game on the docket, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Carolina Panthers. Tampa Bay pulled away with the victory, 30-24. to Sam Darnold, 341 for three touchdowns, but he did throw that interception to Sean Murphy uh, Buntman. Uh, Bunning, I'm sorry. Uh, Deontay Foreman, only 35 yards rushing on the day. Uh, DJ Moore, uh, six receptions, 117 yards and a touchdown. Sha Smith, four of 70 and a touchdown. Tommy uh, Trimble, three of 33 and a touchdown. But Sam Darnold did fumble the ball and lost it twice in this game. Uh, Tom Brady, 432 yards, three touchdowns on the day. Uh, Leonard Fournette ran for 28 yards of the leading re- leading rusher. Tom Brady had four yards rushing and a touchdown. Uh, Mike Evans, finally, Mike Evans has a fucking game. Uh, 10 receptions, 100 and I'm sorry, 10 receptions, 207 yards, and three touchdowns on the day. Chris Godwin, nine of 120 yards. Um, overall, how did you guys feel about the victory between uh, Tampa had against uh, uh, Carolina? Does this take Carolina out of playoff contention? I don't think so. I think they have one more chance. This takes Carolina out of playoff contention. Uh, got to look. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Carolina yeah, is out of playoff contention. No, Carolina's out of playoff hmm. contention. Who said they wouldn't who said they weren't gonna make There's the, only three uh, NFC teams that are vying for that number three number seven seed. And that is the Seattle Seahawks, the Detroit Lions, and the Green Bay Packers. All right. Wait, they're out of playoff contention? Hello? Do what, Raj? Trying to see. They're out of playoff contention. How? Because they would. Them and the Falcons have the same record, don't they? No, Falcons have one more win. Falcons are six and ten, and Panthers are six and ten. Uh, who holds the tiebreaker? That's what I'm looking up right now because I was so confused about that. Maybe the Falcons do. Uh. No, they lost to the Panthers early in the season. Uh, no, they won and lost. So let's see. They so beat the Panthers by three series. Yeah, they had to split the series because they beat the Panthers by three, but they lost to the Panthers by ten. Okay. So, how are you out of the playoffs then? Yeah, I don't know. I, that's I was. I just know last last week we were talking about. Um, so with with this loss, does that put the the Panthers out of playoff contention? 
Next on the docket, we have the Washington Commanders and the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland pull away with a victory 24-10. to Deshaun Watson, 169 yards and three touchdowns on the day. Nick Chubb ran for 14 uh, carries, 104 yards. Uh, Deshaun Watson kicked in 31 yards himself. Amari Cooper, only three receptions, but 105 yards and two touchdowns on the day. Donovan Peoples-Jones, one catch, 13 yards and a touchdown. Moving over to Washington. Apparently, somebody thought, hey, Carson Wentz is a good replacement. Let's throw him back in the line of fire. 143 yards and three interceptions on the day. All three of those interceptions, two went to Grant uh, Delpit and one to Denzel Ward. Uh, Brian Robinson Jr. tried 87 yards total rushing. Jonathan Williams, three, uh, 30 yards. Excuse me, Logan Thomas, lead receiver, six of 56. Terry McLaurin, only two for 25. Uh, how do y'all explain old paper mache Wentz getting back? Y'all, y'all go ahead. Talk about it. So, so, so when the, the, the fans are literally chanting for the other starting quarterback to be played and you're like, nah, fuck y'all. I'm going to start this guy. And he shits out three interceptions and you keep him in the whole game. And you only score a touchdown because he got like a two yard rush. Like, Ron Rivera, bro. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Taylor Heineke should have been the starter. Like, this was your playoff dreams right here. What the? I'm so perplexed. Like, were they told not to win the game? Was was Taylor Heineke injured? No. No, he's just on the bench. Yeah, this this shit made zero sense why they pulled him and put Carson Wentz in when he's clearly the better quarterback. He's clearly winning games for them. I, I, I don't understand. I mean, this is the same shit that got Doug Peterson fired. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but my thing is, like, Why'd you sit Taylor, why'd you sit Taylor Heineke? Because you tied with the Giants one week. You lost to them by a by a touchdown and by eight points. A touchdown and, and an extra point or a two point conversion. Yeah. Then you got beat by the 49ers. But who the fuck hasn't been beat by the 49ers the last six weeks? Right. And you're like, okay, that's enough for me to be like, sit him down, let me play Carson Wentz against the Browns. For, for, the fuck why? Why? This dude had literally been winning you games the whole season. You you were on the cusp. Of playoffs as the fucking commanders. When last season they what did they even do last season? I don't even remember what the fuck is. Uh, they, I think they went four and twelve. I think. Yeah, I know it was fucking abysmal, but what, four like, and thirteen or five and twelve. What they, they were in the low scoring. Or they were in the lower tier teams. Let me look. Yeah, look real quick. Uh, they won one, I'm, two, three, four, five, six. They won. That's not right. Thank they, you, right? Seven games last year. They went seven and yeah, seven I thought they, they were year. close to. Yeah, they won seven games. Wow. Oh, yeah, I wow. thought they were close to playoff but, contention last year. But guess who was their quarterback last year that got one of them seven games? Taylor Heineke. Mm-hmm. Had that kick. Why didn't you stay with the guy who's been? Yeah. Had that kick-ass win against the Giants week three Thursday night football. That was a nail biter of a game. Yeah, I remember I'm... that. Tell. Uh, 
Uh, Carson Wentz only wins this season, whereas week one against Jacksonville and week six against Chicago. Why the fuck would you play him? Well, I wish I had a good enough answer to give you, but I, I don't. Maybe there's, was, there's not a good enough answer. Uh, we all, oh, I'm blaming Ron Rivera, but maybe he got pressured by the front office to play the guy that they paid a shit ton of money to for no fucking reason when they had Taylor Heineke. Yeah. Because maybe his job was on the line, and he's like, well, am I going to get fired for losing this fucking game? And But now the thing is, you can still get fired for losing this fucking game. Yeah. Hey, that's um, I don't get it. I don't get it. You think Ron Rivera's on the net? You think Ron Rivera's on the hot seat? You think you think he'll be heading out? I don't think so. No, because he's been a, he's won seven games consistently the last two years, and probably better than they should be to be honest. Because their offense is still not great. Okay. All right. Well, that being said. Let's move on to the next game, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Houston Texans. The Jags pull away with the victory 31-3 in this game. Trevor Lawrence, 152 yards and an interception in this game. Um, uh, I can't remember if he threw it to Desmond King or if he threw it to a Jalen uh, Petrie. Um, because CJ... Uh, it, was, it was Jalen Petrie. Okay. Yeah, because CJ Barathol threw the interception to Desmond Kane. That's right. Um, and then as far as rushing goes, Travis Etienne, nine carries, 108 yards and a touchdown. Uh Jamichael Hasty. Uh Tasty Hasty. There you go. Uh 10 for 33 and a touchdown. Uh Snoop Connor. Who the fuck is that? He went five for seventeen and a touchdown. I've never heard this man's name before in my life. Me either. Snoop He's Connor. a fifth round pick. Snoop Connor. <coughs> oh, yes. Damn. Yeah, he's a rookie. This must be his first game really played. No, he's played every now and then. They've sprinkled him badly. Uh, yes. Yeah, he has 42 yards this season. <laughs> He has 42 yards this season. Yeah, he's definitely a uh, situational running back. And that situation is everybody's tired getting there. Yeah, Snoop Connor. Yeah. I uh, I said Snoop Connor, you were like, what is that? I'm like, he went 5 for 17 and a touchdown. Who is this motherfucker? (laughs) Anyway. um, Oh, because we all knew who Snoop Connor was before this game. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Hey. Anytime somebody has a touchdown, I shout him out. It ain't easy to get a touchdown in the NFL. No, I mean, I get it. It's the first touchdown of the season. Probably his first touchdown in the NFL ever. Oh, wait, it is. This is why he only has first touchdown of the season. Right. <laughs> Give the man his He's flowers. Rookie, so, yes, yeah, this is his first. <laughs> Give the man his flowers. I'm just saying. All right. Let me finish these stats. Marvin Jones, uh, six for 61. Uh, Travis Etienne, three of 32. Um, and Zay Jones, three receptions, 24. Uh, moving over to Houston, uh, Davis Mills, uh, 202 yards, no touchdowns or interceptions. Uh, he was also the leading rusher at 33 yards. Um, Adair, or I'm sorry, uh, Derry Ogumbo Wale, seven for 21. Brandon Cooks was the leading receiver at four receptions, 39 yards, followed by Jordan Atkins, two for 38. Uh, 
how'd you guys feel about this I, chip i know how you feel uh how'd you guys I, overall feel about it? here here's my thing how did they do so well and beat the titans uh the week before and then nothing <laughs> yeah shit, shit the bed this game uh, it makes zero sense and it's kind of weird because this is the this is their what is it? I think this is the first time in ten games that Jagu- Jaguars have beat you guys. Yeah. Right. So it's been five seasons since they last beat you. <laughs> the Jags, I think this is the first time they've been number one in the AFC South in what since Saxonville. Yeah. So yeah, seven or eight years. That's twenty. 20- 16? Oh, six years? Has it been? Yeah, I think it's 20. Yeah, 2015, 2016. Jalen Ramsey was still there. Calais Campbell was still there. Who's Jalen Ramsey? Who? Don't do that. Don't don't disrespect that, man. Now, that man disrespects himself every time he sits on that field and gets burnt. I'm just saying. He's not supposed to see the back of the receiver's numbers. He's supposed to see the front of them. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying he was on the team. Shit. So Lenny Fournette, Mr. Playoff Fournette himself. <laughs> right. But but yeah, I mean, Jacksonville's they're still in there. Um, but let's move on to the next game on the docket. They're gonna win that division. Oh, oh, oh absolutely. Such an abysmal fucking division, too. <laughs> both That's southern, the worst. Both southern divisions are horrible, pretty horrible. This one's the least horrible. We'll agree Is to it? disagree right now. We'll, we'll, what? We'll we'll agree to disagree right now. We'll let's wait till we get to the playoff. <laughs> po- just wait, okay? Wait. Let me finish the shit. <laughs> San Francisco 49ers and the Las Vegas Raiders went into overtime this week, and the 49ers won thirty-seven to thirty-four. Uh, in overtime, Brock Purdy two hundred and eighty-four yards, two touchdowns, but he did throw the interception to uh, uh, Emick. Robertson, um, Christian McCaffrey, 19 carries, 121 yards and a touchdown. Jordan Mason, uh, 13 uh, yards rushing and a touchdown. Brandon Ayuk, 9 for 101 yards and a touchdown on the day. Christian McCaffrey, 672. Moving up to the rated, Jared Stidham starting in replacement for Derek Carr. I'm sorry. Yeah, Derek Carr. 365 yards, three touchdowns, and two interceptions yes, <laughs> on the day. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure. Um, uh, Tayshawn Gibson Sr. and Drake Jackson uh, took them interceptions from him. Josh Jacobs, 69 yards of rushing and a touchdown. Um, Devontae Adams, 7 of 153 yards and two touchdowns. Darren Waller, seven of uh, 3 of 72 and a touchdown on the day. Uh, how'd you guys feel about this win? the 49ers had against the Raiders. Um, it's super surprising how close this game was. Um, I I don't know how the Raiders stayed in it as well as they did. Um, probably had to do with Nick Bosa not really being able to get anywhere. He must have been a quadruple team. Must have been the offensive line just playing him. Uh, cause there's no way and this game made Jerry's uh, Jerry didn't look like he knew how to actually be a fucking starting quarterback when we know that's not the case. Um, Nick Bosa had. I five really don't know how this offensive line. 
Yeah, but he had no, no ad, any other tackles, no tackles nope. for losses, nothing. Yeah, nope. like nothing. So it's surprising. Yeah. Uh, I, I really, this game was very perplexing to me. And it was exciting, but perplexing at the same time. Um, and the yeah. fact that it went to overtime really surprised me because the f- how the fuck did the uh, Raiders make it a game like this? New quarterback. But he's not good. We know he's not. We've seen him. He has a he has a record. I'm just saying the the 49ers just didn't uh, game plan for him. It's the only thing I can think of. Probably. Uh, maybe. But I mean, I mean, we say I mean, but really, I mean, Jared Stidham really hasn't played a whole bunch. You know, he just has a small sample size of games that he's played. But, I mean, when you have Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, you know, a good, you know, bend but don't break defense, I mean, you're going to play, you know, pretty good. Um, I didn't – I wasn't expecting over 300 yards good, but, you know, he played pretty good. Um, I think – I don't know if if they see – maybe this is just a one-off, an outlier, an anomaly. I don't know. Uh, could he sustain this type of uh, statistical game? I don't think he can, but that's not for me to say. Who knows? But nevertheless, the 49ers win and the Las Vegas Raiders are officially out of playoff contention, putting me out of my fucking misery. Moving on. We're going to the next game. It is the... Uh, this also may have been... Uh... Uh, Derek Carr's last game in a Raiders uniform. Oh, it definitely is his last game as a as a Raider, right? Which I feel bad for Devontae Adams because he only left Green Bay to go to play with Derek Carr. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but that being said, though, let's move on to the next one: the Seattle Seahawks and the New York Jets. Seattle wins twenty three to six in this game. Uh, kick it off with New York stats first. Uh, Mike White two hundred and forty yards. And two interceptions on the day, one to Quadra, uh, Quandre Diggs and Mike Jackson. Excuse me, Ty Johnson, eight carries, 80, um, I'm sorry, eight carries, excuse me, 46 yards. Uh, Zonovan Knight, eight for 27. Uh, Tyler Conklin, six of 80, uh, six receptions, 80 yards. Corey Davis, three for 45 yards. Mike White also lost a fumble in this game. Uh, Geno, we're going to Seattle. Geno Smith, 183 yards and two touchdowns on the day. Kenneth Walker, the third, 23 carries, 133 yards on the day. Uh, DJ Dallas, four, uh, seven of 43. And DJ Dallas also caught three receptions for 55 yards. Kobe Parkinson's, uh, five receptions, 36 yards and a touchdown. Tyler, uh, Mabry, one reception, seven yards and a touchdown. Uh, how'd you guys ultimately feel about Seattle's victory over the Jets? Well, so uh, the the Jets drafted Geno Smith in 2013 to be their franchise quarterback, and with this game, he officially eliminated them from playoff contention. Yep, go Geno Smith. It's not the first time he's done that, though. No, no, it's not. But I'm just saying. (laughs) But at least this time he did it on purpose. I was like, yeah. we're celebrating something he's done before. Yeah. Um, Fuck you, but... Mike Tannenbaum. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, he hates that motherfucker. <laughs> uh, shit, I lost my train of talk. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, it was even you and me making that comment about it's not the first time that he eliminated just from playoff contention. Um, right. I mean, the Jets season went downhill once they lost uh, Brees Hall. Yeah. At that point, yeah. everybody started blaming uh, Zach Wilson for their failures, not realizing their best offensive weapon was out for the season. Um, and it could, so is I, I just want to know from Jets fan, is it still Zach Wilson's fault that Mike White threw two interceptions, lost the game? Um, but I mean, is it talent? I, I didn't hear that question. What did he say? He said he wanted to hear from a Jets fan whether it was still Zach Wilson's fault that Mike White threw uh, two interceptions. Oh, and you hit. Oh, okay, yeah. First, first of all, fuck the Jets. <laughs> Second of all, no, it isn't Zach Wilson's fault. However, let's be completely honest. Zach Wilson, Mike White. I mean. It doesn't matter who you who you throw. Now I'm not saying neither one of them can have good games, but neither one of them are consistent, which is very very bad when you have an offense that's very you know trying their best. Which I'm sorry, the Jets for the last eight games always were like prideful on their defense and stuff, you know. And they their disappeared. Defense, yeah, the defense disappeared as well. Exactly. So, you know, can I really blame? All of it on the quarterback because that defense is kind of disappointed over the last three over the last three to four games. So, who do I really blame here? Do I blame the quarterbacks or do I blame the defense? You know, it kind of up in the air. Well, I mean, it's a mix of both because I mean, everybody says it's a team sport. Not one guy wins you the game. That's fuck off. It does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it one guy can win you the game. It, that's blue. What momentum is about, and sports are a fucking huge momentum based situation. Yeah, uh, but yes, the rest of the team does have to do their part. I'm not saying one guy can literally just get the ball, score four touchdowns by himself or anything like that. Patrick Mahomes tried, um, but uh, no, this this team. I don't know what the loss of Brees Hall. Yes, on the offensive side, but the defense. I have no idea what went wrong because it's the exact same people. It's not like anybody's injured, like out injured. Obviously, they're playing hurt. But not out injured that I can pinpoint. We're like, oh, the loss of this guy is why the defensive backs are doing bad, or why the defensive line is doing bad, or the safeties aren't getting their calls right, or something. No, they're just shitting the bricks out there all day. Could it be just that other teams are starting to, I guess, game plan for them better because they see maybe their scheme is just easy to fig- easier to figure out? Maybe, <sighs> maybe. maybe? But I mean, I mean, if, I mean they if got, you run the same standard three four def or four three defense, it's four three, right? They run four three defense, right? Four three, yes. Yeah, it well, run a standard issue four three defense, you know, with a, with nickel and dime packages, you know, every you know third or fourth series on third down. You're gonna, you're gonna have some people like okay, they always okay, they put in nickel at third on third and short. Let's explore that. Let's have somebody go up the slot. Bam. I mean, that's how that's how Buffalo you know torched them. You know what I mean? So it's like. You know, I don't know. I just I, I don't I mean, I don't get how the defense, like what you said, not injury ridden at all. I can also say, and Sauce Gardner, where did he go? You know, man, he's yeah. They like either they're not throwing to his way, or they're just they figured it out his speed or something. But I mean, he had four tackles and four pass deflections, 
So, I mean, they threw his way, obviously, but the, yeah, where did he go? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm at a loss forward. He had a great, he had a great 2022 and 2023. Well, no, he had a great everything up to December. Uh, yeah. Chances are he's probably that, still good. I mean, he's still, he's still, as of right now, from everything I've read, he's still front runner for defensive uh, rookie of the year. Um, from, from what I've from what I've read is that there's some places have him front runner for defensive uh, rookie of the year. I'm trying to think about who would be second. Um, uh, Thibodeau, I think. I'm thinking that, and we know that those kind of rankings are momentum based. So if Thibodeau has another good game like he did against the Colts, they may just give it to him. Right. Just make a snow angel on dead people's bodies. It, yeah, I was gonna say it depends on if he can. Uh, <laughs> He's allowed to play. Who do the Colts? Who do the Colts have this week? Uh, the Texans, I believe. Yeah, so it depends on if he can uh, murder whoever's going to be the starting QB for the Texans, and then snow oh, Thibodeau's on the Giants. Body. Yeah. Oh, my Thibodeau's on the yeah. So he'll be playing the. He'll, Eagles he'll be playing the Eagles. Is that right? Yep. Oof. Yeah. Minshew, um, why? <laughs> right. So according is, is to Is Minshew gonna be the starter? I think game? I think Jalen I think Jalen Hurts. They may risk Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Um, so I found this one thing. It's called uh, sportsnot.com, and it has the top five offensive and defensive rookie of the year candidates. Um, for and these, are, I'm just going to name it in order. At, at uh, offensive rookie of the year, number five, Christian Watson of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, number four, Kenneth Walker, running back for Seattle. Uh, three, already Brock Purdy, San Francisco 49ers. Two, Chris Olave, wide receiver for uh, the Saints. And number one, as uh, uh, who could possibly be rookie of the year, is Garrett Wilson from the Jets. Should um, be Brees Hall, but okay. Right. Um, the defensive rookie of the year candidates, uh, at number five, they got Jaquan Brisker from Chicago. They have uh, Kayvon Thibodeau at number four for the Giants. Number three, Aiden Hutchinson of Detroit. Number two, uh, uh, Jarek Woolen of uh, Seattle. And number one is still Sauce Gardner of the Jets. I'd have to give it to Aiden Hutchinson. Right now. I would say Aiden or Thibodeau. Yeah. yeah, and the other the other five quote unquote honorable mentions that they have here is uh, Jalen Petrie from the Texans, Trayvon Walker from the Jaguars, Kyle Hamilton from the Ravens, Jack Johnson of the Patriots, and Devin Lloyd from the Jaguars. I mean, uh, what was it, Petrie? Let me find this real quick. Uh, he has done something no rookie has ever done before. And I don't. I, I was looking at this earlier and have no reason why I don't remember it. Uh, oh, breaking the, news! Hold on, time out. Go ahead. Uh, oh no! <laughs> Never mind. What? This this it's it said breaking news, but it it's literally talking about JJ Watt retiring. That happened. What last, like last week? Last week, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, well, all right. Um, that being said, Chip, unless you wanted, to, unless you had one more thing you wanted to say, um, uh, no, go ahead. I'll I'll find the that uh, 
Jalen Petrie statistic, and I'll let you know. All right, cool. So, All right, uh, move on. Okay, cool. Oh, uh, here it is. Here it okay, is. Go ahead. Uh, first rookie in NFL history to have 125 plus tackles and five interceptions. That's awesome. That is awesome. He, dude. I mean, Petrie could be in consideration. Well, be, because he was on a shitty team. He he doesn't get the he's not going to get the recognition for that. Yeah, which they were people. Which I think people were looking more at uh, Stingley Junior than they were Petrie. Um, you know, which I mean, well, because he had the higher uh, because he had the draft higher, capital, right? Exactly. Um, that which is why I think so many people are looking at Aiden Hutchinson, Sauce Gardner, Thibodeau. Um, and even Damian Pierce, running back Damian Pierce from the Texans, is I think ranked seventh right now in Rookie of the Year because uh, he was attention. hurt. Yeah, well, I think yeah, that's the main hurt. reason why. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Same that thing with Bruce Hall, like he'd be up right. there if he wasn't fucking hurt. Of course. Um, but that being said, though, we got a couple games left. Let's let's go ahead and mull through them real quick. Uh, the Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings. Packers end up winning forty-one to seventeen. Good God. Um, it wasn't Aaron Rodgers doing, believe me, but let's get into it. Um, Kirk Cousins, 205 yards and a touchdown, but threw three freaking interceptions to Darnell Savage, uh, Adrian Amos and Rudy Ford. Um, Nick Mullen came into the game, went four, four, 57 yards and a touchdown on the day. Uh, Alexander Madsen, 38 yards, Kirk Cousins, 37, Dalvin Cook, 24, all the Russian yards. Um, Jalen Naylor. Three receptions, 89 yards and a touchdown. KJ Osborne, 7 to 59 and a touchdown. Um, Aaron Rodgers, uh, 159 yards and only one touchdown on the day. Jordan Love actually came in and threw nine yards. Aaron Jones, 14 carries, 111 yards. AJ Dillon, 41 carries and a touchdown. I'm sorry, 41 yards and a touchdown. Guy, 41 carries. He'd he be dead. Um, Aaron Rodgers also had a rush, two yard rush for a touchdown as well. Uh, uh, Alan Lazard's five of 59, Robert Tunyon, three of 52 and a touchdown on the day. How did you guys feel about the, the thumping that, uh, Green Bay did to Minnesota? Uh, so my first question is, is it okay to take our helmet off and hit people with it now or not? Bubba, I've been confused about that since the Mason Rudolph game. So, so, well, (laughs) So, no, 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 no. Rudolph got suspended for it. Or well, Miles uh, no, Garrett no. got suspended. Miles for Garrett it. got suspended for it. Right. But um uh oh Aaron Donald swings two helmets, mind you, during practice. Hey, nobody bats an eye. It was during practice, whatever. Justin Jefferson hit a fucking ref with his helmet. In this game, and nothing like mm. Mm. no, no. He, that's the MVP right there. That's the MVP right there. Better calm, calm down, man. I'm just saying. So does it? Does it? Can we do that now, or 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 not? What, well, I didn't what, see. 
I didn't see it, so I don't. I, I can't really. Did was it maliciously? He threw it at the ref, or was it he like fucking hit the ref in the back with it? He's hey, chill. I don't know. Calm down. I didn't I'm see the play. Saying, I'm sorry. Well, hey, they they said the same shit about the fucking uh, Aaron Donald thing. It wasn't malicious. He still fucking hit him with this goddamn helmet. <laughs> I didn't see it either, so I can't say anything. Let me look at it real quick. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm finna say, oh man, let me look this. You know what? No, ain't fucking with nothing on my computer right now, just in case. Um, yeah, I'll look it up on my phone. Fuck it. Those are at ref. Let's see this. Yeah. Yeah, look that up for just a second. Yeah. But with the victory, the Green Bay Packers moved to. No, he didn't hit him with it. He didn't touch him. He didn't? Oh, he had touched him in the shoulder. He didn't do it, though, on purpose. <laughs> no, he didn't. He literally would have slammed it on him, but he actually saw the ref and slowed it down and moved. That was not malicious or an intent towards the referee. Oh. Well, you made it sound like he took his helmet off and threw that motherfucker like a bowling ball. <laughs> I was... I still hadn't seen this. I can't say nothing. But anyway... But I'm just but saying, yeah, that, he but, still but, hit but, the motherfucker with it. <laughs> with intent at all. And he actually slowed down the momentum to not, one, get himself suspended from the game, and two, not to hurt the ref. Yeah, poor ref. <laughs> all right. That being said, though, yes, Green Bay pulled away with the win. They are now 8-8 eight and eight and on the year. One of three teams <sighs> fighting for a playoff spot. Let's move on to the... Well, before we talk about... Like, Go ahead. Well, well, I got two more games. Let's, let's, get these, let's get to these next two games. I was going to say, we'll like, obviously Aaron Rodgers did not do shit for this game. Oh, um, no, absolutely got, not. No. He did get a touchdown, but the, literally the, the first opening touchdown was the kickoff return, right? Or am I getting it backwards? Was it a kickoff return? <laughs> no, you was right. Yeah, I think it was kickoff. Yeah, yeah it was a kickoff right. return for 105 yards. And then the second touchdown was uh, Darnell Savage... Um, Back Pick six yeah. to literally start the game off. And from there, literally, the momentum was all on Green Bay's side. It was their game to lose. Uh, Kirk Cousins turned to Kirk Cousins, or more more properly, he turned into Ryan Tannehill. Um, and just gave turned, the game away. Turned into Perk Cousins. Yeah, he fucking he just – He just – I don't know what – like, literally, I, I don't know what happened. Like, this is the thing we talked about, Kirk Cousins being Kirk Cousins. This is him showing up to be Kirk Cousins that we used to know. Yeah, you uh, like that? No, we don't. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Uh, but no, uh, the, the, mostly the game was uh, a running game for Green Bay. Uh, I guess Minnesota forgot how to run two during this fucking game. Uh, but Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon pretty much just ran through the whole team over and over, setting them up, uh, setting Green Bay up perfectly for touchdowns. Right. Including Aaron Rodgers' two yard run when that motherfucker again got no speed on him. Mm mm. But well, anyway. I, we can go on now. Yeah. yeah. Um, there ain't too much else to say about that game. Yeah. Uh, the next game is Bola, the Battle of Los Angeles. You got the Chargers and the Rams. Um, 31 to 10, the Chargers beat the Rams. Um, Becker Mayfield, 132 yards, no touchdowns or interceptions. Uh, Cam Akers, 19 carries, 123 yards on the day. Malcolm Brown, one carry, 23 yards and a touchdown. 
Van Jefferson, uh, leading receiver at three receptions, 77 yards. Um, and that's pretty much it as far as statistics. Oh, Baker, Mayf- Baker Mayfield also lost a, lost a fumble in this game. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Justin Herbert, 212 for two touchdowns on the day. Austin Eckler, 10 carries, 122 yards and two touchdowns on the day. Uh, Mike Williams, seven receptions, 94 yards. Keenan Allen, five for 60. Uh, Gerald Everett, three of 15 and a touchdown. Also, Donald Parham uh, Jr., one catch, three yards, one touchdown on the day. Uh, how'd you guys feel about the Chargers' win against the Rams? Um, I mean, uh, I think we expected this really. Yeah. Uh, the momentum's pretty much been on the Chargers' side. They're 10 to 6, which is actually surprising with how poor the team's been the last couple of years. Mike Williams, Keelan Allen finally showing up. Austin Eckler doing his thing amazingly. But Justin Herbert being more than just a game manager. He's winning games here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, their defense being solid, too. Um, I know the uh, the Rams, sorry about, forgot what their name was, don't have their star defensive player, um, Aaron Donald, but that's not an excuse regardless. Uh, Jalen Ramsey still got his ass burnt. Um, but, uh, I mean, the, the Rams are doing as best they can with what they have right now, which is not much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, they don't have uh, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. I mean, they, they, they've they literally got nobody right now. I mean, Cam Akers finally decided to show up near the end of the season, which fucked me over in fantasy, so thank right. you. But, um, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. But that being said, though, um, we are going to move on to the Sunday night main event uh, between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens. Pittsburgh pulling away 16-13 to in a very close game. Very rush-heavy, very defensive-heavy, very smash-mouth game. Um, Kick it off with Pittsburgh stats first. uh, Kenny Pickett, 168 yards and a touchdown. Najee Harris, 22 carries, 111 yards. Jalen Warren, 12 carries for 76 yards. Um, Pat Farmarth, uh, 3 for 36. Uh, Najee Harris also had two catches for 12 yards and a touchdown. Um, Tyler Huntley, 130 yards. Uh, and a touchdown, but through the game losing interception to Mika Fitzpatrick. I missed that man. Anyway, uh, JK Dobbins, 93 yards, uh, rushing Taylor, uh, Tyler Huntley also kicked in 24 yards. Uh, Mark Andrews had a good game, nine receptions, hundred yards. Uh, Isaiah likely three for 12 and a touchdown on the day. Um, how'd you guys ultimately feel about the Sunday nighter? That was exciting. Um, <laughs> You good there? Yeah. Sorry, I'm still getting over being sick. <laughs> no, you're good. But no, it was an exciting game. I mean, <sighs> Kenny Pickett didn't throw an interception, thankfully. Um, Lamar Jackson's presence obviously being uh, absence, not presence, absence is being felt because uh, right. this is a game they probably should have ran, the uh, Ravens should have ran away with, to be honest. Because um, we've been talking about how overall the Steelers haven't been playing. St- what we're used to Mike Thomas Steelers being. Um, yes, they're, they're eight and eight. They, sh- um, them, them starting Mr. Bisky at the beginning of the season may be a reason why they were eight and eight. Can't really tell, but their defense weren't too great throughout the middle of the season when TJ Watt was missing, also. So it's one side or the other. You can't really say what, yeah, 
why, but I mean, at least they finished eight and eight and not negative like I thought they were. So Mike Tomlin well, can they, still get through. They they could still finish negative make by the one, playoffs. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, they could still um and have a losing season for the first time in Mike Tomlin's career. Um, but I mean, it's very likely that they could win their next game and make the playoffs. A lot of scenarios. I mean, we'll get, we'll get into playoff scenarios here in just a second. Um, and of course, for many people to know the Monday night football game was postponed, uh, Buffalo and Cincinnati, uh, at the time of the, uh, injury, unfortunately, the game was at seven to three in favor of Cincinnati. Um, will they resume that game either this week or if they even resume that game, we don't know. Um, but like what we said, you know, it was a more a more important matter that uh, this past Monday night than the game itself. That being said, though, let's move on to the playoff standings. Um, as of right now, we have the Kansas City Chiefs at one, the Buffalo Bills at two, the Cincinnati Bengals at three, and for right now, the Jacksonville Jaguars are at four, with the Chargers at five, the Ravens at six, and the New England Patriots at seven. Now. If the if the Jaguars win, they're in. All they gotta do is win, and they're in. And they're the number four seed. If they lose and Tennessee wins, Tennessee owns tiebreakers. Tennessee will end up getting that spot instead. Um, so Tennessee still has a chance to make the playoffs, depending on that scenario. And that's the only scenario that involves the Tennessee Titans. Um, is that if the Jags lose and that Tennessee wins, they're in. Uh, if the Jags win, they're in regardless of whatever Tennessee does. Uh, as far as the seventh seed goes, you got the Patriots, you got the Dolphins, and you got the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Patri- if the Patriots win, they're in. If the Patriots lose and the Dolphins win, the Dolphins are in. But if the Patriots and the Dolphins lose and Pittsburgh wins, Pittsburgh's in. <laughs> you know, so, you know, now, obviously, New England is basically in charge of their own destiny. Now, they are playing the Bills this week, who are probably going to be resting some of their starters. So they got a pretty bit of an easier road. Miami's playing against the Jets, so we'll see what happens there. And Pittsburgh is playing Cleveland, which means they should be able to pull off a victory, but we'll see what happens there. Going to the NFC at this time, Philadelphia is number one for now. I say for now because the scenario is – if the Dallas Cowboys win and the Eagles lose, Dallas will then become the number one seed because they hold the tiebreaker over Philadelphia. So would, as a say what now? Well, I was say, would San Francisco also get a claim at number one? If San Francisco wins, if San Francisco, okay, the way that it's set up now, if San Francisco wins and Philadelphia loses. I guess I guess San Francisco would bump up into that number one spot because I but think they mean, hold tiebreakers. I think they may hold hold a tiebreaker over Dallas, but because right now they have the same record as Minnesota and they're ahead of Minnesota because they, they hold have the same record as Minnesota and Dallas. Yeah, but they hold the tiebreak. The, the, they hold a tiebreaker over uh, Minnesota. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying like if the Eagles lose and Cowboys win, would that be because the divisions? Got more wins. It would be. It would be. It would be. Basically, what it would be is, yeah. I mean, if 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 Dallas wins, if Philadelphia loses, they will have the exact same record. But because Dallas owns the tiebreakers and a better conference record, Dallas would flip and 
be a home team instead of an away team. They wouldn't be a wild card team. They'd be a division winner, basically. But if San Francisco pulls off the win, they could possibly move into that number one spot. Then again, if San Francisco loses and Philadelphia, which all that seating aside, because that's probably a little bit too complicated for even me. Uh, once we play these upcoming games, they'll seed them correctly. The number seven spot is the one that people are going to be the most focused on because it's Seattle, Detroit, and, and the Packers. Uh, Seattle wins, Seattle's in. Seattle loses, then the winner of Detroit Green Bay will move on to that seventh seed. And I'm hoping to God it's Detroit. <laughs> I'm hoping. I really don't want to see Aaron Rodgers in the fucking playoffs anymore. I'm sick of him. So anyway, um, so yeah, so there's your uh, your playoff bracket. There's a lot of shit that can happen this week. A also, lot. like we talked yes. about at the beginning of the show, the implications of Buffalo and Cincinnati's game will only affect the two and three position unless because the Chargers division is weaker. Um, I guess Baltimore would really be the only other one affected in this situation. Yeah, well, Baltimore did lose against Pittsburgh, so they, I mean that, they were at the five seed, and then they dropped down to the six seed. Um, so, but I'm thinking if they win, and no, because Bengals hold the tiebreaker with them, right? Yeah, Bengals hold the tiebreaker. Okay. Yes. And then Chargers hold the tiebreaker based on best Chargers, percentage uh, of conference games. Uh, yeah. 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 So, but there's still a lot of shit that can happen these next few games. This is the the best game of the year, or the best week of the year is Week 18 right now because yeah. yes, a lot of shit matters to yeah, a lot yeah. of teams. Exactly. This so you been, yeah, talent talent fly down to fly down to Miami and get in fucking old old McDaniel's head and tell him to stop fucking around. Hey man, here's the thing, I'm. I'm hoping that it's a reverse of last year because last year it came down to one game for us where we could have won in Tennessee, waxed our ass. So it probably won't, you know, but to help me, we're on a three, three game, no, four game losing streak. Yeah, for no so, reason. Yeah. So hopefully maybe we could beat the fucking Jets. But then again, the last time we played the, the Jets, they molly walked us like 40 to 3 or something like that. So so I got a question. If if New England, Miami, and the Steelers lose, did the Jets still get in somehow? No. Uh, Are you sure? Yeah, they can still get in. Because hmm. they would have the tiebreaker. Well, according to ESPN.com, they're already Is, mathematically eliminated from the from postseason contention. But it also says on them wins tiebreaker over Tennessee best on best win percentage of common games and wins tiebreaker over Cleveland based on best win percentage in conference game. So if those other teams lose, they could actually jump to the seventh seed. That would mean that that would mean that New England, Miami, and Pittsburgh all, Pittsburgh would, have to lose. all would have to lose, and New England would ha- I'm sorry, and then the Jets would have to win. Well if they beat the Dolphins, yeah. But that would put everybody hold on, but that would put everybody at eight and nine and my and the Jets apparently hold the tiebreakers over the other teams that would have won the tie would have won would an out to the other teams ahead of them, but not Pittsburgh. Uh, 
if that was to happen, Pittsburgh, I think Pittsburgh would still, if that happened, Pittsburgh would get in because Jets would probably hold tiebreakers over Dolphins and Patriots, but not, but not to Pittsburgh. Ah, bracketology is so intense. Yeah, this is, we'll, we'll have to see if, yeah, if, we'll somehow, see, yes. if somehow New England, Miami, and the Steelers all lose and the Jets still get in, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Yeah, me too. No, because no, New England. I mean, the Jets would get in. They have a better conference record. They do. If they yeah, if they win their game, they would go up to six and six in the conference. And yeah, Pittsburgh is only four and seven. So yeah, the Jets still could mathematically get in if the three teams ahead of them lose. I just don't understand why they have them mathematically eliminated though. That's I don't either. I don't. I don't understand. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Because of how how hard of a chance it would be for all those three teams to lose, I guess. Let's see. Who has to lose? The Titans? No, the Patriots, Dolphins, and Steelers. Because the Jets actually already hold the tiebreaker over Tennessee and Cleveland. So they're over them regardless. And they have a stronger conference. Uh, if they win their game, they're they 66 in the conference, putting them over the Steelers. And they would it would be it, it would put over Miami because they would have to beat Miami. Yeah, so and they will have the tiebreakers over. Yeah, so they have a fucking chance to win this. Yeah, they got a chance. Mm. All right. Well, <laughs> with that being said, let's let's go ahead and get into these picks. Yeah, because fuck yeah. the power rankings. I'm not doing that shit no more. <laughs> well, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I forgot no, about no, power no, rankings. No, no, le- no legit. Fuck them. I didn't pull them up for a reason. I'm not. Yeah. With, I'm not. It's kind of it's kind of also not fair to do a power ranking when two of the top four teams haven't played technically. Ex- two exactly. of the top five teams. Exactly. That's why I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm not, not going to do the power rankings this week. All right. Well, yeah. we do have uh, no Thursday night games this week. Thank God. Uh, but we do have two Saturday games. Um, and the first one being the Chiefs versus the Raiders. I'm going Chiefs because why not? Even I think they're going to rest most of their starters. I still think they win. <laughs> what, what, what if they win? What are the Raiders fucking? Win? I mean, that would almost vindicate Talon's pick. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. If if the Raiders beat the Chiefs, it they still didn't win the AFC West. Man, it wouldn't validate shit. I said, I said, almost vindicate, <laughs> not validate. Not okay. validate. Yeah, not okay. validate I thought he said. Sure. Val- I thought he said validate. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, there's no validate in that. There's bitch. no validation. No. <laughs> I mean, I could made a mistake. Do, do they have a chance of making the playoffs? No, no, the Raiders. Not a no, no. <laughs> no, no. Fuck the Raiders. <laughs> No. Yeah, I'm going. Where I'm y'all going? going? I'm going with Chiefs. 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 All right, and our next Saturday game, or or the Saturday night game, uh, Titans versus Jaguars. I'm going Jaguars. Yeah, I'm going Jaguars. Although, going- would not surprise me if Josh Dobbs is able to pull I- it out. I was going to say it would not if if Josh Dobbs plays as well as he did uh this week a, a, against um oh, 
fuck? Why am I drawing a blank? The Cowboys, uh, they have a chance to win. I, I will say that uh, he just needs some receivers to step up and not bobble uh, these pretty passes. He's dropping right into their bread baskets. So Tom, I'm also going Jaguars. Okay. Okay. Uh, now we'll start our round of Sunday games, Bucks versus Falcons. I'm going to go Bucks. I mean, I'm gonna have to go Bucks, but what a surprise me the Falcons won. To be honest, it, w- it wouldn't uh, surprise. Okay, but even if the Falcons win, the Bucks still make the playoffs, right? Right. They there's, totally there's, do. There's not a scenario where the Bucks losing knocks them out of the playoffs because they are number one in their division, right? right the only yeah, but one that, game. That only chance was last week with yep. the Panthers. Yeah. Okay. Because um, right now the Buccaneers are eight and eight, and the Panthers are uh, six and ten. If the Bucks lose and the Panthers win, uh, that'd be the Saints. That'd be the closest team. Yeah, it'd be the Saints. Would be the closest team. Actually, the um, Saints. Actually, really, the Saints and the Bucks would have the exact same record if the Bucks lose and the yeah, Saints but the, win. But but the Saints, Bucks have the divisional exactly. tie or they, record. They, they have the. They have the. Uh, they have the uh, tiebreakers tie and stuff. Yeah, I yeah. Got it. Okay. Either um, way, I'm going with the Bucks to win. Bucks. All right. Yeah. Next up, I mean, yeah. No, go ahead. No, I'll say yeah, the Bucks. Unfortunately, but yeah. Yeah. Next up, Patriots versus Bills. I'm going Bills. Bills. Well, yeah, Bills. I'm still confused on the scenario of postponing that game to a later date. How is this going to work? I see. I don't know. There, there was the the option to play, um, play the 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 Bills Bengals game Thursday since there was no Thursday night game, and flex the uh, flex this game and the Bengals Ravens game to have a double Monday nighter, um, but I don't know. There still has been, as of this recording, there has still been no news as to when or if that game will be played. That game just may not be played at all. And Which, I don't know. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, where are you going, Talon? Bills, Bills. or Patriots? Bills. All right. I'm still, I'm, I'm having, uh, I'm, 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 I'm I'm having I'm, I'm I'm smoking the hopium is what I'm doing here. Hopium of what? If the Patriots lose and the Dolphins win, Dolphins make the playoffs. <laughs> y'all oh, y'all the gonna Dolphins, beat the Jets? Y'all the gonna Dolphins beat the Jets? Aren't beating the Jets. That's the <laughs> they, thing. They're beating the Jets. They're gonna beat the Jets. <laughs> they're not, not beating the Jets without Tua. And Tua ain't playing. I don't know about that because I mean, Mike White gonna win you the game. No, they're gonna bring Zach Wilson back. Uh, oof, that might win them. Or Joe Flacco might mm-hmm. might have to bring old Flack Dustin Muff again for another game. <laughs> 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 uh, they still have no. They have no fucking quarterback. Oh, Flacco's a bitch. All right. Anyway, before we get to that game, next up is Vikings. Uh, Vikings versus Bears. 
I'm going Vikings. Are you sure? After that, yep. whooping? Yep, I'm still gonna. I'm still riding with the Vikings. Over the way the Bears have been playing, yeah. The Vikings are probably. Yeah, going to what's sit so sad though is they're only a six point favorite, also still at this point. Yeah, yeah and the Vikings are probably uh, going to sit most of their starters too. Even uh, then, why? Um, apparently, according according to Vegas, uh, Atlanta is actually a four and a half point favorite over the Bucks. Wow. So even they don't have confidence in them winning. What the fuck? <laughs> no. Bizarro uh, world, Jr. But yeah, I I guess the I guess the Vikings. I guess the Vikings too. I still have faith in Justin Fields, but yeah. All yeah. right. We'll see if uh, Justin Jefferson hits any refs this week. He didn't hit the ref. <laughs> he hit the fucking ref. He didn't hit the ref. <laughs> the way you made it sound is like he literally came out here and hit this man like his name was Mason Rudolph and he just said the N-word to him or something. Just straight dropped him. No, this man frustratedly took his helmet off and swung it. Saw the referee, took off some of the power, and barely tapped the ref in the shoulder. To the point where the ref barely noticed it. Uh, hey, it doesn't He should have done a WWE bef- uh, ref. I was going to say, what is this like Charles thing? Robinson he just should've. went out with a fucking little nature out there reffing the NFL game? I would have had shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, would, so would this motherfucker make it $17 million a year. <laughs> Give me some of that money. <laughs> oh, damn. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Next game. All right. Next up, we got Texans versus Colts. I'm going Colts. Texans. Top. What? Really? <laughs> Texans. Yeah. Nah, I'm going Colts. I'm going Texans. I'm going Ty. Okay. And Ty's going Ty. Like the beginning of the season. Exactly. Are you really going to go Ty? I'm really gonna go tie. That would be I'm, fucked up if they, if they, <laughs> they. Okay. I'm telling. Right. I just got a weird. Look, feeling. we have one answer for each, so one of us has to win no matter what. Right. I mean, they did start the season with a tie. Might as well end it like tie, tie end to end. It, it'd be apropos. Like fucking that'd ribbon. Be candy. fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, next up, we got Jets versus Dolphins. Dolphins. Uh, Talon. Write you down Jets, right? Dolphins. Jets. Okay, I got Dolphins. J J E T S Jets. <laughs> um now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins also. All right, so we got two Dolphins, one Jets. You're picking the Jets? Uh next up we got Panthers versus Saints. Motherfucker, put down Dolphins. No, uh, you are. <laughs> you can't do I don't do that shit to you. Don't do it to me. I don't do it to you. you down for your team. You motherfucker, I said Dolphins. Oh God in heaven. Whatever. Go ahead. Next up we got Panthers versus Saints. I'm going Panthers. I'm going to go Saints. I'll go Saints, but hell, he'll put down Panthers for me. Go ahead. Not put down the Broncos for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going. <laughs> oh, God. 
Oh, next up, we got Browns versus Steelers. Uh, Ironically enough, I'm going to go Steelers. I'm like dead ass. Like <laughs> I, I have hopium for the Steelers. <laughs> we're talking about Brown Steelers here. We're, we, we, we're, we're done with the Jets Dolphins game. Browns. Talent. Browns Steelers. Browns? Okay. <laughs> All right, next up, we got Giants versus Eagles. Uh, Fuck me to tears. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me to tears. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going what? Giants. Uh, uh, I've got a headache. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going to go Giants. Fuck. Giants. I don't think Hertz is going to be back for this game, uh, and I don't think they're even going to rush him back. They shouldn't. Uh, it's well, especially, especially not after the the Demar Hamlin situation. Like, there's no reason to rush at all. They're they're in the playoffs. They're they're give them another you know week to to rest, and then you know bring them back first game of the playoffs but uh next up we got cowboys versus commanders the the rumor is is um carson wentz is going to start so i'm going Uh, cowboys god yeah cowboys cowboys All right, next we got Chargers Broncos. I'm going Chargers. Chargers. Uh Yeah, Chargers, I guess. All right. Next up Seahawks and Rams. I'm going Seahawks. Seahawks. I'm going Rams. All right. Next up is Cardinals versus uh, 49ers. I'm going 49ers. 49ers. Yeah, 49ers. In J.D. Watt's last game. Yep. Uh, or at least last game as a Cardinal. Uh, rumor is he's going to sign a one-day uh, a, a one-day contract to, to retire a Texan. So, we'll see. Uh, next up, we got Lions versus Packers. I'm going Lions. 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 And Tigers and Bears, oh my. That's the only reason why I went with the Rams, because if the Rams win, then Seattle's pretty much done. And then the winner of Detroit Green Bay is going into that seventh spot. 
and all the focus is going to be on that game because it's a Sunday nighter. So, what's the moment but they got is to it? the games up? <clears throat> Here's the thing: uh, the very next game, uh, which is Ravens Bengals, has yet to be determined when that game is going to be played. It's it's according to NFL.com, it is still to be determined. Um, so I don't know that this game, there is not a date or time for it, which is really weird. Um, but Ravens versus Bengals and I'm going Bengals. I'm going Bengals as well. Um, yeah, I'm about to go with the Bengals. Uh, bangers, yeah, the bangers because the the Ravens offense, aka Lamar Jackson, won't be back. Yes, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see um, what happens. Um, okay, it's showing this was just uploaded 32 minutes ago. Um, it says Demar Hamlin is still uh, in the critical condition after the cardiac. Arrest and they're just giving live updates uh, from uh, CNN.com. So, but yeah, that being said, what games, obviously, I think I know the answer to this, but what games are you guys most looking forward to this week? Lions Packers uh, for sure. Yeah, Lions, Lions Packers, Packers uh, Jaguars, Titans, because yep. like there's a, a distinct um, playoff. Like it's it's win and you're in kind of situation. So those two teams are going to be playing hard. Um, right. Cowboys Commanders, because if I'm not mistaken, if the Commanders win, they're in. Uh, is that, I don't is, think so. Right? No, no, they're not. They're not in playoff contention at all. There's only three teams vying for that last spot. Uh, let me double check the statistic. Well, the and probability. Uh, no, they, they can't. Because uh, even if the the only way, no, I don't even think so. I think the only way they could make it in is Seattle loses and Lions and Packers tie, but the Lions have a better divisional or conference record. No, they'd have the same one as Green Bay, but they would have to win over Green Bay tiebreaker, so the Lions would get in regardless. Uh, okay. Um, Brown Steelers, Giants, Eagles. Sorry, <laughs> you're fine. Uh, yeah, that's it. I think. And the Jets, Dolphins. There's going to be a lot of implications. I mean, it's it's a weird, it's a domino effect. This last week is always where's everybody going to fall. And then there's there's going to be teams that's like, can we afford to lose a game? Yeah, we can lose a game here. Oh, this team is trying to make the playoffs. Oh, we'll play spoiler, you know, you know. And then you got teams that are fighting for that, fighting for that number one seed, fighting for at least a at least a first round home field advantage. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting how all these uh, how all these uh, teams you know, come together and try to make this an exciting week. And like what Roger said earlier, it's the, probably the most exciting week of the year. It's the year we finally see who all is going to make it. 
you know, and don't think just because a team is the fifth or sixth or seventh seed that, oh, well, this team ain't got, no, it's the playoffs. Every team is tough in the playoffs. I've seen six string teams win it all, you know, so it, it, it happens. Um, I'll never forget, um, what was it, 2002, 2003, maybe 2004, uh, San Diego Chargers, when they were the San Diego Chargers, had a 14-2 and record, and they had the bye week, and then the Patriots won, I think, at a fifth seed, came in, and then beat the San Diego Chargers and got Marty Schottenheimer fired for after that after that. Like you go 14 and 2, you lose the first round of the playoffs, and they're like, Yeah, you fired, go. You know, like, damn. Guess how much they really wanted it. Right. But nevertheless, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Are You Ready for Some Football? I, we apologize for the technical difficulties. That's my fault. I'll, I'll take that L for it. Um, yeah, let us know what your predictions are on all of our social media pages. Let us know what you guys uh, think. And, uh, you know, thank you guys for tuning in. Anything you guys want to say before we get out of here tonight? As always, check out movementradio.us. That is your one-stop shop for all things Movement Radio. What say you, Raj? Um, go to YouTube. Keep showing your support there. Thank you for all the love. We're making 2023 a bigger, better year, obviously, for you guys. We do it for you guys. And we're just excited for what we have planned out for you guys, too. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, got a lot of good content coming up. We got more un- unpacking. Uh, Chip's got more unboxing videos. Roger's got more uh, anime-inspired stuff. Um, Terra Time's going to be uh, debuting um, either this week or next week. I can't remember which one it is. Um, or if it has if it hasn't already been debuted, I don't know when this this episode's coming out the fifth. It, it'll um, be yeah. Uh, it'll <laughs> well, it, your it, Terra Time will always be on a Wednesday, right? So we have um, t- uh, Tuesday toy review, Talents Terra Time on Wednesday, uh, and then something from Roger. Right. Nothing for me. I don't yeah. do anything anymore. Bullshit. You lying sack of boy. <laughs> and as soon I'm as just I, here. And as soon as I get better equipment, I'll be able to, you know, do other videos and uh, react to other things. Um, like I tried doing one, but, you know, shit's fucked up. That being said, though, we'll, uh, we'll we'll get it all taken care of, you know. And it is, again, like I said, it's a process. You know, we're doing what we can with what we got, you know. Um but also, you know, shout out to all of our sponsors who's been uh, who's been down with us. Um, obviously, uh, the OGs, GearAnime.com, Audible, Canva, Zoo Lily, Get Response, Elementor, Just Cash Clothing, Entertainment Earth, Z- uh, Zoo Lily, um, uh, W.GG, Pillar. Thank you guys so much for all the love and support you guys have been giving us. Thank you to all the fans for all the love and support that you guys have been giving us. And once again, before we leave out here tonight, our thoughts and our prayers to go out uh, to uh, to Darman uh, uh, Hamlin, Demar Hamlin, Demar Hamlin. I'm sorry, uh, Demar Hamlin. Um, you know, I, we just got the uh, chips in a message a little bit a while ago. Said that he is breathing has improved. Um, so you know, at this point, we just take it one day at a time. Um, so yeah, our thoughts and prayers are with him and his family at this time. Uh, you know, get better, man. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for tuning into this episode. We'll see you guys right back here next week with the final, uh, walkthrough, 
right before we uh, give our wild card predictions. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys next week on another edition of Are You Ready for Some Football? Hit them with the outro. Please do not leave without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Make sure you check us out on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Click that bell to get notified of our latest videos. And once again, check out movementradio.us. I am Chip Hazard. I'm Talon Williams. Let's go Jets. And this is Movement Radio. God's plan.